Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Dr. Adit Desai, who is the co-founder of Doc Tutorials, which is a preparation hub for medical entrance exams. Hi, Dr. Adit. Welcome to ELI. Hi. Hi. The pleasure is all mine. So, uh, Dr. Adit, uh, so I, I must say we uh, don't see a lot of doctors here. Um, most of the people's, uh, people who come here are uh, either engineering uh, graduates or, you know, uh, born entrepreneurs. But this is probably the first time we are having a doctor who has turned into an entrepreneur. Uh, so, uh, would like to, you know, understand about your background. Uh, tell us a bit about uh, uh, where were you born and brought up. Uh, and how has been your pre-entrepreneurial journey? Where all did you work? Where did you study? And what uh, you know kind of inspired you to become an entrepreneur? Right. So thanks a lot for having me on your show. Uh, it's an honor. Uh, so I'm Dr. Adit Desai, and uh, I have done my MBBS and schooling from Ahmedabad, Gujarat, and currently residing in Hyderabad, where our startup Doc Tutorials is based out of. Uh, so yeah, I did everything I've born and brought up in Ahmedabad and, uh, been there for almost 25 years of my life. And, uh, while joining, so right after school, while joining MBBS, I was pretty clear that, you know, that, uh, I did not want to practice even a single day of my life. I wanted to get to the managerial, uh, part of healthcare, uh, did not decide whether it'll be ed tech or, you know, traditional healthcare setups, but I was pretty clear that, uh, pra practicing as a doctor was not something I was looking forward to. I mean, I have five practicing doctors in my house, I've seen their lives. And that is not something that excited me. And uh, being in the managerial part, I mean, I've always been doing a lot of uh, conferences and, you know, uh, concerts back in college days. So, you know, I've, I've been uh, in that managerial zone since early college days. Mm -hmm. So right after finishing my college, I kind of uh, started managing uh, our family hospital back in Ahmedabad. It's a 300-bedded hospital, and I managed that for about three to four years. And uh, right when you know the first lockdown happened, is when me and my other co-founders Karthik and Adwik, who are based out of Hyderabad, uh, we got on a call and we you know we started discussing some ideas in the education space, uh, but for doctors, right? Uh, there are very few companies uh, out there who are doing something because it's a very niche market also. Mm -hmm. And uh, education for doctors has always been, uh, you know, topic of discussion, the quality of doctors. And, you know, that has always been a point of discussion for the government as well as for the country. And, uh, you know, that idea came to our mind that why not uh, enter into this space and do something for healthcare education. Uh, we started off as a company that was uh, focusing on a lot of entrance examination for doctors. Uh, but now slowly we're venturing into, you know, the curriculums and executive education uh, for doctors as well, trying to expand our horizon. Uh, it's been three years, uh, it's about sorry, two and a half years uh, that, you know, we started, we founded the company and we've been, you know, able to add on more courses and trying to appeal to a larger crowd of doctors in India and now also in a lot of international countries as well. So, I mean, it's been a exciting journey so far and, you know, we're just in the growing stage now. Uh, I wouldn't call us a typical uh, startup now. It's been two and a half years and we've grown quite a lot over the last two years. So, yeah, that's about me. Tell us about uh, the problem statement that you are solving. Like, uh, 
preparation for uh, medical entrance exams i think that's already a tried and tested business model and uh, there are already so many uh, coaching centers even uh, offline and online uh, who which are out there so what's new with doc tutorials what are you solving that was not solved before so the traditional businesses in healthcare education has always been offline so classes over the weekends uh you know a class that would last for 12 hours 14 hours at a stretch over three uh, you know every day there used to be like 14 hours of classes i myself have been a part of those classes because i was also planning to give my entrance exam so uh and the reason for that is that you know whoever is about to give an exam is an intern and an intern has a lot of duties in a hospital uh which can be a 24-hour duty a 48-hour duty uh tending to patients in a medical college hospital uh, which sees a footfall of not less than 2,000, 3,000 per day. Uh, so interns during the weekdays are not at all free. The only time they have are during the weekends. Mm -hmm. So slogging the entire week in the hospital and then again doing 14 hours, 15 hours a day tuition classes in the weekend was the problem statement, which traditionally had been going on for the last 20 years. And there are very one or two players who were would actually explored the online education for doctors successfully. So the gap we saw is that, you know, these companies were not reaching the last, you know, the last person. So that, you know, that was a problem statement that we saw, you know, and also there were very few players in the market. There were a lot of good educators who were still stuck in the offline uh, traditional business. And we thought that, you know, why, why shouldn't each and every student of India get exposure to these great educators and so that was the problem statement that we saw was there and at the same time whatever products were out there in the market were quite expensive so affordability was also another uh, problem that we were trying to solve and we're still even today we are the most affordable uh, online education platform out there in India so those were the two problem statements that we set out to solve over the last two years another problem statement that you know we kind of uh, we kind of uh, saw uh, in the market was that every year, you know, almost 50 to 100 new medical colleges are popping up in rural districts or urban areas. Now, healthcare education does not have a lot of good educators that, you know, these 750 medical colleges that are there in India, not all of them have great faculties. It's a problem statement. I mean, there is a dearth of educators in most of the industries, not just healthcare. But us being a part of healthcare industry, we could see it firsthand that, you know, every student is not exposed to a great faculty. So we decided, okay, this is also a problem statement that we can solve and it falls under uh, within the environment that we're currently in. So curriculum teaching uh, over like five years of MBBS is, is another problem statement that we are now uh, trying to solve. So uh, I think healthcare education uh, does not have a lot of good faculties. And there are probably two to three sets per subject in uh, across the country, you know, where good faculties are there. So we want each and every student to get exposed to the best teachers out there. And medical students, they don't have time to do an offline tuition because either they're in the hospital or they're in the college. The only free time that they have, either they're studying for an exam or they're sleeping. Mm. So online market is the best for doctors. You know, if you think about a K plus 12, you know, there are tuition at every, uh, you know, crossroads in the country with great faculties, but healthcare education is such where there are not a lot of good teachers out there. 
and to expose every student of india to a great faculty online is the only and the best option right okay uh, we understood uh, uh, the problem statement we also understood partly how you are solving it but tell us uh, like you said uh, uh, that uh, the, there is a time crunch uh, for medical students they don't get enough time to uh, do internship and then study how are you solving for that problem um, is online learning saving some time uh, or how does it work so yeah i mean see the best part about online learning is the convenience it uh, that it brings with it i mean a student whenever he's free even between duties or at the night he can watch a couple of videos he can go and solve mcqs he can give a test at his own convenience that's the best part about online education not just healthcare but any online education and another problem with all these traditional uh, classes were that they were covering a lot of things uh, within a very short span of time trying to concise it when it was not possible to concise it so the quality of education that was being offered was also affected so by going online we were able to cover most of the topics that are either asked in previous exams or are most important and uh, trying to give that to a student on an online application is the best way is what uh, we saw i think that's that's true for any edtech platform out there is the convenience that it brings with it that's the problem that we were solving uh, for the students got it and uh, can you tell us uh, how do we make money as a venture uh, is it a pay per use model or is it more of a netflix uh, model so it's a subscription based model that we follow and uh, we are very another good part about our product is we have very flexible uh, packages so if a student wants to study one subject with us for a duration of say 3 months he can he can he, we have a plan for that guy if a student wants to study 20 subjects with us for a duration of 3 years there's a separate price for that package so it ranges from 3000 rupees to 1 lakh rupees so we want to give everything to everyone at once and at the same time try to be affordable because uh, this is this is an industry where you know volumes if you have the volumes profitability is very easy right so it it's the subscription based model based on the duration that the student wants got it so uh, we we understood the problem the solution and the business model now tell us what are the different challenges uh, you have faced along the way while building this uh, venture and also uh, tell us uh, how is entrepreneurship has been uh different from uh, being a doctor i think i i can see some similarities already like uh, a doctor has to you know, work a lot of hours in uh, 14 to 16 hours a day and entrepreneur uh, entrepreneur's life is not not very different but what are the differences yeah. and similarity how would you compare uh, uh, doctor versus entrepreneur and what are your challenges so far uh, being an entrepreneur i think there are a lot of similarities here doctor's life also there is a lot of unpredictability during the day every day is a different day for a doctor because there's a new type of patient coming in there's a new complication happening which are unforeseen there are some things that are very rare and happening during the day and same uh, similar thing is the startup there's a new issue popping up every day whether it's a tech issue or a content issue because we are uh, you know almost for, there we have 2 to 3 lakh medical students using our platform and each medical student has its own requirement a need or a suggestion or an input so i would say the lives of a doctor and a, an entrepreneur are very similar the only uh, 
aspect where a doctor's life is more tough is the responsibility that comes with that job and it's the responsibility of someone's life here if a tech glitch is happening nobody is dying mm. uh, uh, you know if a content something is missing it's not affecting somebody's health but when is the, the responsibility that a doctor has the pressure is altogether different from an entrepreneur or for from any profession because every decision that take it's going to have a massive impact on a lot of other people uh, whereas an entrepreneur beat me or anyone else in any industry uh, it's not going to be that big of an issue right so apart from that one one factor i think in the life of doctor and entrepreneur is very similar got it uh any any major pivot that you have done to your business model so far fortunately no i mean the vision that we set out with we are still on that path we have not had to made any major pivots so far i mean no major uh, decision or fa external factor has come our way uh, where we had to you know kind of change our vision and the vision that we set out with is to you know kind of provide every mbbs student or a practicing doctor with the best teaching possible in the in india and that is the vision that we set out with and that is the path we are currently on and uh, fortunately we are adding uh, more and more courses along the same path trying to reach uh, a larger crowd of uh, doctors of india and also of uh, foreign countries so fortunately no pivot still now touch wood got it uh take us to the early days of uh, entrepreneurship like uh, when uh, uh, during the covid you spoke to your friends and you thought of starting uh, this venture so tell us what was the initial hypothesis and initial thought process like what were you trying to build and once you had decided that yeah this is something we want to do what all things did you do probably in the first month did you first uh, go and meet the educators or did you start with building the tech platform what were the initial uh, glitches uh, tell us about it so fortunate i'm very fortunate to have two very solid co-founders so you know we kind of divided the responsibility between us where you know one co-founder advikhi handles finance kartik handles the tech part and whereas i handle the business development and you know looking at the content that goes on the app so we when we set out we set out with very clear responsibilities uh, amongst the three of us so me and kartik we used to you know look out for the we already had a idea of what all educators are there in the market because i have been to those uh, classes as well when i was a student so i kind of knew uh, which faculty is good even Kar uh, kartik and advik having they have had some experience in healthcare education before uh, we started this organization so we kind of knew which faculties we want on board of course along the way we have kind of made the entire uh, faculty list more and more uh, accurate and precise and better uh, we set out with one set of faculties we had to make some changes based on your students feedback as well and the the second the one of the biggest issues that you know we did not foresee was that a medical at least a medical student uh, unless he completely trusts you he's not going to buy your product or he's not even going to use it for free so here i think in the k plus 12 market of edtech it's the parents that are taking the shots right they are they're calling the shots what to buy which platform to use but when a student is entering college right it's entirely his decision and it's an age group of 18 to 23 uh, uh who are very social media active and kind of 
have tried more or less all the apps that are there. You know, they belong from the Baidu generation. They have been on fancy apps as well. Mm. So the issue that we did not foresee is that this trust building activity is a very long activity. It's not that if I, on day one, I have a great product, I have a great list of faculty, students are going to come pouring in. That's not going to happen. And we have seen that happening with people who entered the same market after us with a bigger, bigger bank balance, uh, a similar set of faculties, uh, you know, traditional players converting their product into an online market. And they face the same issues despite being in that space for a lot of years. So mm. that is something that we, nobody had foreseen while entering this market is that a student takes his own time and there's nothing wrong in that. The, but the moment he trusts you, he'll be loyal to you for the next five to 10 years till mm. the time he's studying to become a doctor. Right. So it's been two and a half years. We've tried to, you know, build that trust over time. We still have a long way to go. Uh, we've had our own shares of issues, be it a tech issue or, a, you know, something else altogether. So it that's that's something that we did not foresee. But now I think we're in a pretty solid space because we've understood exactly what their mindset is. Mm. You spoke about bank balance. So uh, tell us, uh, how did you fund uh, your operations in, in the initial period where you had to acquire users, you had to buy content as well. Uh, and then um, only after break, even you could you know run an autopilot business model. But initially, there has to be some significant investment uh, to be made. How did you fund that? So the three of us, I mean, we are a bootstrap startup till now. We've not had any external funding. Uh, the three of us have put uh, our own money. Of course, by our own money, I mean our parents' money that you know they entrusted us with. So we are completely bootstrapped till now. Uh, funding is not something we are looking for at the moment. Our com complete focus is to uh, be on the right track to be sustainable and be profitable. We are not somebody that believes in, uh, you know, burning a lot of money on social media or getting some brand ambassadors because what we've seen, as I said, you know, the, a student will trust the product, not who's endorsing it. So we're trying to uh, put all our money to make sure that the product is so solid that eventually the trust will build and we won't need any money to burn or to put into marketing. So we are a completely bootstrapped company uh, and uh, the funding is our own. And Hopefully, we might not in any, need any investors. Mm. But yeah, time will tell. Okay. Uh, speaking of social media, can you also tell us uh, how do you go about marketing your product and acquiring the users? Because for all the edtech platforms, user acquisition is the biggest pain point and it's the most expensive yeah. activity as well any edtech goes through. So how do you go about it? So user acquisition for medical edtech startups is the toughest because we are not uh, preaching our product to everyone. Mm. Our, our crowd is very niche and it's, it's probably a market of 30, 40 lakh doctors out there, not more than that. So by doing a generic social media campaign, I might not be able to reach my audience eventually. So the targeting has to be very specific and when the targeting is more specific, it, it costs more. Mm. So we have done a digital plus offline uh, marketing strategy where I do have uh, my set few people on the ground uh, going and visiting medical colleges, trying to meet the students, showing them our product firsthand and giving them free trials. right? And at the same time, doing some generic campaigns. We don't spend a lot on digital marketing. Uh, it's probably not even more than five, six lakhs a month because that is not something so our, our core focus is going and meeting the end customer 
trying to uh, you know show them what our product is who our faculties are so our marketing is more focused on uh, you know the offline the on ground sales is there a way uh, through which you get to know that your product is market fit uh, as in um, is there a way to measure the success of the courses that you are launching how how your faculties are being perceived in the uh, student community how do you measure that so I mean, I mean there are two ways to measure this of course we have our own because we have more than two lakh students using our product so we get a lot of feedback on a daily basis on each individual video of a faculty or each individual mcq that is present on the app and that is something that we monitor on a weekly basis okay what are, are the feedbacks that came for this faculty or that faculty video even within one faculty students might like half videos half they might not like so we might have to reshoot those videos in order to make sure that you know this the end customer is liking it or change the mcq to make sure that you know it's uh kind of accurate for their preparation right that is one metric that we monitor on a very regular basis the second metric is of course the end results of the exams mm -hmm. whether our students who have used our products are getting uh, a top rank or not or are getting the uh the seat that they want in post-graduation, right? That is another metric that we measure. And fortunately, from the day we've started, we've at least gotten more than 30, 40 ranks in the top 100, which an exam that is given by two lakh people. So that also speaks for itself. And these are not somebody, uh, you know, who we, who, whose photo we just used to post on social media. We do a lot of interviews with them where they themselves speak for our product. They themselves speak, tell us what they like about our product and what they don't like about our product. And we kind of use that as a, as a marketing act tool as well. Tell us, tell us what inspired you to uh, build this pl platform and become an entrepreneur. I think you, you were already an entrepreneur running your uh, family hospital, but uh, becoming a startup, startup type entrepreneur, how, how did you know, what was the thought process? Why 2020 was a time when the startup world was booming. So mm. everyone, including, you know, somebody who's 80 years old was talking about a startup without even knowing what a startup is actually is and right. you know what all issues are there with a the startup. So mm. definitely that entire boom of startup gave me a boost. The second thing, I was always very clear that, you know, I wanted to do something that I start and I build from scratch. Uh, managing a family hospital, of course, uh, is not something that I started from scratch or whose idea I had. So I always wanted to do something that I have ideated myself and uh, started myself, built myself, uh, because that doing something on your own gives you another sense of pride and confidence altogether than managing or doing something that's already there uh, for a while. So that was another thing that, you know, kind of uh, prompted me that, you know, this is the right time to get into this space. And there is a gap there that you might be able to fill. Mm. So yeah, fortunate to have found two co-founders who had the same uh, vision as me at the same time. Mm. Okay. So for a moment, let's forget about the industry we operate in and uh, the product we have built let's talk in generic entrepreneur language what are the different lessons that you have learned from uh, building uh, multiple ventures and uh, growing them that we can also take away and probably apply to our ventures as well two two things uh, one thing and the biggest thing is when you're have starting a startup or doing anything new 
डोंट गेट इन टू द एंटायर यू नो नॉइज ऑफ बर्निंग मनी टू गेट यूजर्स बिकॉज दैट डज नॉट वर्क the day one your aim has to be that you have to build a sustainable and a profitable company because at the end of the day the money should also come to your own house for working hard uh, and you know building the company so your idea you know everyone wants to solve a problem mm-hmm. but while solving a problem you you have to earn money as well for your own house and for your own sense of confidence right and to do things that you love to do so try to build a sustainable and profitable company and don't get into this burning money uh, flow that you know everyone is in uh, and the second most important thing that we learned the hard way is try to have a lean team but an efficient team having 500 people on the ground who are probably giving you 100 sales uh, as opposed to having a solid 50 people team uh, giving you 100 sales so have a lean team because you do not want to be in a position to let go of people because that is the worst thing you can do for the company and for mm-hmm. that those people right so recruiting the right person is a very tough job and you know they'll you'll you'll uh, learn the wrong way only even by me telling this you are definitely going to make a mistake and recruit the wrong person but learning over or by those mistakes and recruiting a lean but efficient team is something you should keep in your mind from day one having a team of 5000 people is not something that uh, you should be looking forward to have a great team have a small team have a loyal team that is that's going to stay with you that's going to earn a good amount of money also with you and is going to be loyal to you got it my last question the final one what is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you how would you define the term entrepreneur or who is an entrepreneur or what are the skill sets that make an entrepreneur i think anybody with a basic level of common sense mm-hmm. has the power to become an entrepreneur you do not have to be highly skilled or highly educated to be an entrepreneur having basic common sense can take you to a place where most people have not been able to reach because common sense is not actually very common mm. and so just become being street smart and having basic common sense is something that will you know achieve uh, like give you wonders and achieve wonders in life right. so that is something that you should think whether you have it in you or not before deciding to be an entrepreneur and you should be very true to yourself when you think okay do i have the basic common sense am i street smart then only you should go forward towards the entrepreneurial journey and entrepreneur i feel to me it means uh, you know trying to solve a problem in a very smart way and at the same time making some money for yourself also mm. uh, a startup doesn't it, it is not going to be big if there are great investors i mean okay having great investors will be, will give you a brand will make you a brand people will talk about you Mm. but that is not something that you should that should not be the path okay right. having investors is a good thing you might need it i might need it mm. but you should strive to make a sustainable and profitable company make good money for yourself also and try to solve something in a smart way that's about it got it well uh on this note we will close the session thanks for joining us dr adit and it's it was a pleasure good time yeah thank you